0: It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Jill Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Good morning. Welcome to Thursday morning here at Wax. It's chore time at the shank of the day. Bob and Jill with you. Lots of things going on. Last evening, I went to the Chippewa Falls Chamber of Commerce. Chicken supper up at the fairgrounds in Chippewa Falls in the 52nd annual Chippewa Falls Dairy Supper has brought back memories of Allard Peck and and I know Concrest is still around the area and so many others in Chippewa Falls that got that started. The Chippewa Chamber picked it up and has really gone forward with it last night and uh, they said they just enjoy the uh, farmers coming in and the community coming in and educating the community about agriculture and just uh, the great vibe it provides through the community to combining agriculture. They know how important agriculture is to the area. So that chamber of commerce did a great job last night for the 52nd time holding that chicken supper. Talk to uh, Julia Nunes. We'll hear from Julia probably tomorrow morning. Her, uh, one of her last visits is Alice in Dairyland. She's got about a week and she's got to turn in, turn in her crown. Oh, I think she can keep a crown, but she got to turn in her vehicle. The ethanol-powered vehicle that she has driven for being Alice in Dairyland the last couple of years. So she's done a great job, and we had a chance to talk to her. But a lot of people up there last night at the fairgrounds, what a beautiful night. So uh, it was really, really nice. And, uh, boy, we got a lot of things coming up this weekend, Jill, I'll tell you. we got breakfast and music festivals. Chippewa, don't forget, up in uh, Chippewa County, Country Fest is going on starting today. They've been in there all week. But it kicks off later on today, and it'll be a warm one. There, will, <laughs> there won't be many clothes up there, so again, <laughs> yeah, if you're a prude, be careful, because some of the outfits might get your attention up there. Because it's going to be about 91 today, but have fun up at Country Fest. It's going to be a, another good one. The Blue Ox Music Festival is in Eau Claire, plus lots of dairy breakfast and all kinds of other things. So, Warm in the cattle, too, isn't it?
1: It and its warm for the cattle.
0: <laughs> You've been to those festivals. You've seen some of the some of the wardrobes that are brought out.
1: Yes, I have.
0: You know, you look at them and you think, I wonder if they looked in the mirror before they left. <laughs> I'm thinking they probably don't. <laughs> no, I don't think. But it's a fun time. They're out to have fun, and that's a good thing. Enjoy it and uh, have fun and, and do it safely. You're going to have a, a warm couple of days. Maybe Saturday you might want to, well... Wear the old clothes, well, or wear the clothes you've worn for the first two days. <laughs> Wash them out, because it might get to be a little wet out there. So, But it's a weekend for having fun. Lots of dairy breakfasts around the area as well. We'll talk about that. And uh, today, some of us from here at the station are going to be heading down to La Crosse because the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association are having their summer conference down in La Crosse. They move that around every year. This year it's down in La Crosse. And we're going down because our own Terry West is going to be honored as a local legend. Every year they honor about four people as local legends, and our Terry West is going to be a local legend from around our area, so they'll have a lunch to honor those people, including Terry West. So we'll be going down there for that. So a lot's going on around the area, including the weather. And uh, Farm Tech is coming up, too. You know what we're giving away at our booth at Farm Technology Days?
1: We're giving away some half hogs. You
0: bet. From Smith Brothers Meats and Colby... We will have four grand prize winners. Each will win a half a hog. So that must mean we have two hogs to give away. And we'll, we'll split it into four parts. <laughs> I would, yeah. So. I would,
1: I would bet that's probably what we'll do.
0: Yeah. Smith Brothers meats. Boy, that's as good as it gets. In fact, uh, looking forward to being over at uh, Greenwood Dairy Breakfast on Sunday because the gang will be over there from Smith Brothers grilling a sausage. Some of the best sausages you'll ever get. Those breakfast sausages are. Absolutely spectacular. So Smith Brothers meets in Colby. We'll have four grand prize winners. We're going to win a half a hog each from Smith Brothers. That's going to be good. Plus, Farm Tech Fest, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to get at it here in a moment, but we'll tell you about the weather. It's going to be a hot one today.
2: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over thirty-five years. Wax one hundred four point five and the Midwest
0: Farm yeah, Report. Yeah, you get up to Country Fest today, thinking about some of the outfits that'll be out there. You'll see some some tattoos that the in most uh, most days you won't see because they're in places that they don't always show. But they, uh, they'll be showing them at Fire at. Uh, Country best. I always laugh at that. I see. I said, "Boy, I've never seen that tattoo before." Not in the place it's in. They don't show it off very much. <laughs> oh, it's just a lot of fun. So, hopefully, you enjoy it. Markwart Motors bringing us our weather. Markwart has the largest pre-owned inventory with pre-owned selections arriving daily. Check them out: MarkwartMotors.com or on the lot. 91, partly cloudy today, down to about 60 overnight, so, you know, that's nice. You don't have to swelter in the cabin or your travel trailer at uh, some of these shows. But uh, 91 today, 60 tonight, 89 tomorrow, partly cloudy, then starting to cool off, 82 on Saturday. Again, with that chance of rain, I don't think it's going to be real heavy, but uh, it's in the forecast. Then partly cloudy Sunday and Monday in the 70s, the next chance of rain after that. On Tuesday, with a high of 82, it's 58 right now in the valley. Thursday morning here at Wax, glad to have you along. Hey, enjoy the weekend. Whether you're going to music festivals, country fest, you're going to the Blue Ox Music Festival, Dairy Breakfast, lots of tractor pulls, lots of other things going on, and so uh, a lot of happening. About five o'clock, actually a minute or so after this is 104.5 FM WAXX, O'Clair News Time. <laughs>
3: NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The House is advancing a bipartisan package aimed at addressing mental health in the U.S. Titled the Restoring Hope for Mental Health and Well-Being Act, the legislation passed by a 402 to 20 vote. There were seven total people who chose not to vote, with all 20 no votes coming from Republicans. The package looks to create a behavioral health crisis coordinating office inside the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, which would look to upgrade access to crisis care. It also reauthorizes millions in grants for states, territories, and tribes to use on community mental health services for adults and children. The South Texas School District police chief criticized for his response to a mass shooting has been placed on administrative leave. Brian Shook reports. School Superintendent Dr. Hal Harrell said that due to the lack of clarity remaining in the investigation into the Robb Elementary school shooting, Pete Arredondo is being placed on administrative leave effective immediately. The Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District police chief had previously told the Texas Tribune he didn't see himself as the lead officer during last month's attack at Robb Elementary, which left 21 dead. I'm Brian Shook. The January 6th House Committee may schedule additional public hearings next month. Lisa Taylor has more.
4: Committee Chairman Benny Thompson said more hearings could be necessary due to significant new evidence that has emerged. That includes footage from a documentarian who had access to former President Trump and his family around the time of last year's violent attack on the U.S. Capitol. I'm Lisa Taylor.
3: And a California man accused of planning to murder Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh has pleaded not guilty. Nicholas John Roski remains in custody after arraignment on a charge of attempted murder of a Supreme Court justice. A trial date is set for August the 23rd. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Wax
2: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Once again, it's going to be a hot day today. It'll get about 90 later on, partly cloudy skies. So again, there'll be some sun out there and just, just a hot day. And winds are calm right now. And if we don't get much wind later on. It could get kind of muggy and uncomfortable out there, so be prepared for that. Down to about 60 overnight. That'll be nice and comfortable. 89 tomorrow, partly cloudy. Again, Saturday we do have that chance of rain in a high about 82, then Sunday and Monday, partly cloudy temperatures in the 70s. Pretty nice morning out there. Medford at 53. Wausau, 58. Marshfield, 56. Down in La Crosse, 64. 58 in the Green Bay area. Madison Sun Prairie at 59. Milwaukee at 63. Here in the Chippewa Valley right now, we're 58 degrees, but again, going up to about 90. Farm Markets
3: are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
5: Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong.
6: Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa
7: Falls. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win tickets to the Northern Wisconsin State Fair.
5: Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping
2: Wisconsin strong. For those who work in Acres. Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest
0: Farm Report. Seven and a half minutes after 5 o'clock as we get ready for a lot of activity around the area today. Country Fest will be kicking off a little bit later on. I imagine all those campers up there, they're, they're, uh, they're getting ready to go, lining up. So again, have fun up there. It's a great event, great time to be with people once again after what we've gone through the last couple of years. So let's get a market report because of the Rural Mutual sponsorship, we can bring you the numbers. Jill Cash, livestock
1: choice fed beef steers are one forty six to one fifty three, with mixed at one forty 140 to one forty six. Choice fed beef heifers are one forty five to one fifty, with mixed at one thirty eight to one forty four. Choice fed Holstein steers are one twenty six to one forty two, with selects at a dollar to a dollar twenty five. Cows are at seventy five to a dollar, with bulls at sixty nine to one fifteen. Butcher hogs are 91 to 115. Sows are 48 to 55, with boars at 20 to 47. New crop market lambs are 212 and down. Old There's no quote on old crop market lambs. Feeder lambs are 205 to 220.
0: And at the mercantile exchange yesterday, cattle futures were lower. Right across the board, we've got August live cattle one thirty four ninety two at the close down a dollar thirty two. October one forty one oh seven down a dollar twenty two. December one forty six fifty seven down a dollar seventeen. August feeder cattle one seventy three fifteen down two fifteen. September one seventy five thirty down a dollar ninety seven. October one seventy seven thirty down one sixty seven. November one seventy eight ninety five down one thirty five in January. At $179.35 down a dollar two. Lean Hog carcass contracts, they were lower too. July $11.85 down $87. August at $108.32 down a dollar forty-seven. October $93.95 down 62. December 86.77 down 32. On the board of trade, prices lower yesterday and overnight. The crop condition looks pretty good out there. Inflation fears also playing into these markets. And if you follow crude oil, August crude yesterday. Went down $3.30, $106.22 a barrel. That's the uh, lowest price I've seen in here in a week or two at least. But uh, this morning July corn down twelve at seven fifty five, December down seventeen at six seventy-six, July oats down seventeen six oh four, July wheat down nineteen at nine fifty-seven, July soybeans down thirty-five cents a bushel at sixteen seventeen, November down thirty-eight at fourteen thirty-eight, and meal down seven hundred twenty a ton at four hundred twenty-five dollars and twenty cents. Cheese unchanged, barrels two seventeen, blocks two ten a pound, butter up three and a half cents, two ninety-six and a half. June class three unchanged 2431. July up 28, 2355. August back over $24, 2412. September up 38 at 2411. And October up 29 at 2385. Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our look at the markets on this Thursday morning at Wax. Again, 58 degrees right now. High today about 90. All you guys that wanted to sneak outside the travel trailers, (laughs) it's getting light out there, so be careful. Better go use the porta-potties. The crack of dawn
2: never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
8: It's time again for our Allcivia Co-op talk, all together in our communities, helping to support Wisconsin agriculture as well as our consumers. and uh, tell you what, we've got a special guest with us today. His name is Jim Dell. He is the president and CEO of Allcivia, and we're pleased to have him along with us. Boy, you know, I'm glad I got to kind of sneak a few minutes with you, Jim. I got to believe that the pace around the office as well as out in the fields been pretty hectic for all of the Allcivia staff.
9: Yeah, um, thanks Pam for having me on and, and it's been a, uh, you know, off to a slow start in April with the spring season and then May, uh, kicked in, kicked into gear and we are, uh, full steam ahead at this point in time getting, trying to get caught up and, uh, you know, Mother Nature's throwing a few, uh, things at us each day, a little bit more wind than we're used to, but, uh, you know, things are moving along. I want to thank all the patrons for their support and, uh, um, we'll keep putting the application product out there and moving forward
8: yeah how did you do managing through the spring workload jim i know you and i had talked previously about the strategy within all civia to try to staff up and have everybody ready to go how did the plan play out
9: well um you know surprisingly we were able to uh, pull enough folks together both uh, locally here and uh we brought over uh, H-2A folks to work with us again this year, about 60 of them in both trade territories, and, and that's been working out very well along with everything else. So uh, we've uh, come through it fairly well, and um, uh, I think our services have uh, showed that we can... Uh, We're getting it done for our patrons.
8: (laughs) That's good. That's good. Have you heard anything about supply chain issues, Jim? I mean, you guys can only be in charge and in control of so much. I know Alcivia tries to lay in a lot of product, but how are we looking from this point forward on things like fungicide, uh, you know, secondary weed catches? How's that looking?
9: Yeah, you know, there have been uh, certainly a lot of planning put in this winter and this spring to make sure we had enough product on hand. And and for sure, there's been some, substitutions that have happened as we have not been able to secure a hundred percent of everything we needed but our cu- customers were uh well educated and understanding and we've been able to substitute and get get through the season with different uh chemical uh uh combinations and uh it's worked out pretty good and, and thus far we're we're staying ahead of the game so we're pretty pleased with that
8: yeah well and you know we're all optimistic i mean we take a look at the crops that we've got in the ground and then we take a look at the markets and boy jim i'll tell you markets are presenting some decent opportunities when it comes to the 2022 crop and 2023 you got a whole staff keeping an eye on that
9: yeah from a grain marketing standpoint uh you know, got some real opportunities, strong markets here, obviously, for 22 and, and should, should bode well for our customer base. And, you know, I just encourage our, uh, customers not to forget about next year and in the following year as we can put on hedge to arrive contracts with them and, and, uh, get some of that locked in, especially if they're taking a look at, uh, locking in, uh, you know, fall application as we're, trying to get out, uh, we'll be getting out and getting after that, trying to get that secured here in the next uh, few weeks. But, uh, you know, the markets are strong. They uh, seem to be a a strong demand pull. And uh, there's lots of areas that are going to need product. You know, West Texas is uh, struggling a little bit right now. And so that's going to, in the uh, U.S. market. And then, of course, our export markets are, are strong, as we speak, as well. And, uh, you know, the flow of grain is going to change a little bit as we move forward uh, to hit some of those demand points. And, you know, some of that is a result of some of the war things and, and, and different things like that geopolitically that are going on.
8: Yeah, right. If you're just joining us, this is Jim Dell, President and CEO of Alcivia on our Alcivia Co-op Talk. And let's talk, like you said, about being proactive. I think sometimes... Uh, We're a little hesitant to pull that trigger, Jim. We're one natural disaster away from seeing prices go up again. Your staff walks people through the process and helps them look at all their options, don't they?
9: Yes, we do. You know, a person can easily get, um, you know, tentative with the higher fertilizer prices right now, um, and I totally understand that. But uh, as you look at comboing that with sales of grain, um, actually, the margin per acre is uh, pretty decent, and I think that's really where we all need to keep our focus um, and uh, and work through the, you know, not get too hung up on the price of per individual input as we go through. Just how does it impact the overall cost per acre? And then uh, what's the revenue per acre? Let's not forget about that. We focus on costs a lot, but uh, revenues are all. Um, oftentimes not uh, focused on as much.
8: Yeah, but like you said, they are the critical element. Jim Dell along with us, President and CEO of All Civia. Like he said, try to be proactive, folks, as best you can. If you've got a crop in the ground, how are you going to market it? If you're planning on 2023, can you protect yourself in different ways and of course for all you consumers out there let's think about our summer fill program and getting ourselves ready for winter months that believe it or not are just around the corner you can take care of it all with our friends from Allcivia. jim dell president ceo of Allcivia, along with us today on
0: our Allcivia co-op talk 18 minutes after five o'clock 55 degrees nice morning out there jill got milk
1: Milk production across the country and here in Wisconsin continues to hum along at a pretty steady pace. Nationally, production in May was 18.8 billion pounds, down slightly from a year ago. In Wisconsin, May milk output reached just over two and three quarter billion pounds, one percent more than last May. The numbers also show that the herd at the top 24 milk producing states totaled just 8.9 million head last month and they produce an average of 2,114 pounds per cow, eight pounds more than last May. The Wisconsin herd totaled 1.27 million head last month with a production per cow reaching 2,165 pounds per cow, up eight pounds from a year ago. California leads the nation in milk production with over 3.6 billion pounds in May, followed by Wisconsin in second place. Production numbers also show there are now four other states in all producing over one billion pounds a month. Idaho, New York, Texas, and Michigan.
0: Yeah, we uh, didn't always have five. Now we're up to six, over a billion pounds of milk. All right, coming up, we're going to hear Jill talking with the president of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, Don Schiefelbein, at a big beef event last weekend. And uh, we'll hear what what the president of NCBA has to say next right here on Wax.
2: Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
10: Well, there's not much better than steaks on the grill in the summertime. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And that beef comes from somewhere. Our cattlemen and women. And Jill, you've touched base with a few of those cattlemen recently. What's the word on what they're dealing with, from the hot weather to policy discussions in D.C.?
1: That's right, Stephanie. I had the chance to talk to Don Schiefelbein. He's the National Cattlemen's Beef Association president. This is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. The Wisconsin beef producers had a summer picnic this last weekend, and... I had the chance to talk to Mr. Schieffelbein about the national legislation and reaching out to consumers.
7: Well, there's a couple of them that are flowing through. One is the fisher Grassley bill. It's one that I always portray as, boy, it's good intentioned. They do want to help the ranchers. They do want to help the farmers. But always, guys, you got to look through the details and make sure it doesn't violate your principles. And there's one particular item in there, and that is a mandate on how packers must buy their cattle, which as you know, if you mandate one side, the buyer, you're also mandating the sellers. So you're mandating sellers how they can market their cattle. And like I believe strongly is if you mandate producers, you're taking away their freedom, you're pulling out the power of capitalism in America, and neither one of those things are very good to do. So we're opposing the fisher Grassley bill because of that mandate portion.
1: And you also brought about in the national government how many steps away the legislators are from the farm. Tell me what's going on up there.
7: Well, it's not even just legislators. It's all of America. We're now, we just passed the majority. So the majority of Americans are three generations from a farm or ranch. And what that means in common terms is when you ask somebody where their beef comes from or where their milk comes from, It's Kroger or Walmart. They have no idea with regard to the family farm situation. So it's so important that we have a group of people, in my case, National Cattlemen's Beef Association staff, 18 of them full time, working on behalf of you and I to make sure they understand who we are and what our priorities are.
1: So we're going to, there's other things that are happening at the national level too. So what else is going on?
7: Well, there's also a bill that's flowing through called the Special Prosecutor's Bill. And what that is, that's empowering USDA to have uh, the ability to look into certain things with regard to the P&S, Packers and Stockyards. The problem we have with that particular bill is, boy, that's exactly what the DOJ is supposed to. So leave it to the government. When one entity isn't doing what they're supposed to, their solution is let's create another entity That may or may not do what it's supposed to. We are strong advocates. Let's make sure the Department of Justice looks into the requests that we had to make sure that there's a fair playing field for producers when it comes to marketing their calves.
1: So we looked at a couple things that the cattlemen are opposed to. What's out there that we're really promoting for and in favor
7: of? Yeah, so the fisher Grassley bill, I told you the one item in there that we're opposed to, it's filled with some good items, and those are things like a contract library that allows producers to look up and see, are there any special deals given to some large producers that we need to be aware of? And that helps level the playing field so small, medium, and large all can compete fairly for prices. That's a strong provision. The other thing is we want stronger oversight and funding of the USDA, and the Department of Justice so that the time length of getting these things accomplished is much quicker. As I mentioned many, many times, justice really is two things, getting to the right answer, but also doing it in a timely manner. If you violate either one of those, you really aren't providing justice.
1: And another thing that we always keep hearing about is uh, fake meat. And the recall on the meat and the wood in the products. You know, we kind of make a joke while you get your uh, toothpick right along with your meat. But, you know, what's really going on with that?
7: Well, it's one thing I always say is don't lose sight. Keep your eye on the ball. And if you look at what may or may not have a dramatically impact on the beef industry, it's fake meat. It may not be the fake meat that you and I are used to today, which is basically... Uh, a different kind of meat from vegetables or whatever. The fake meat I'm talking about is one that's created in a petri dish that really can really reflect very similarly in taste and kind to the beef that we're producing. To me, that's the one we have to keep the eye on the ball. And what we want to make sure we do is that when a consumer buys beef... He understands it comes from a four-legged animal, and we don't allow those fake meat substitutes to take our claim of beef. Personally, I don't think they should be calling
1: it meat. I think they should be calling it something else. What do you think?
7: I think so exactly. I think truth to the consumer is what it's all about. And if it's lab-created meat, I think it needs to be lab-created food. And that be listed right on the label so they understand this is Franken food. It's not the beef that you and I are used to.
1: And we're talking a little bit about the consumer, per- consumer connection. How does the beef industry really get out there and connect with the consumer?
7: Well, we had to start telling our story more aggressively. So when you look at that three generations removed, that presents the challenge. Boy, we got to really be aggressive on convincing them and explaining what we're doing and how we're doing it well. What I believe in is I believe consumers want transparency. And to me, that's all all about turning the light on. We ought to be proud of what we're doing in the beef industry, because I sure am. And what we need to do is make sure they understand how we're raising these cattle, the wonderful impact they're having on the environment, and the good nutritional value they provide for themselves and, more importantly, their children.
1: Traceability. That seems to be a hot topic statewide, nationwide.
7: What's your feeling on it? It's a huge issue, but it's one that has to be done right. To me, that's, a, that's an issue that the devil is in the details. So putting it together correctly is very important. But doing nothing, as some suggest, is equally, equally startling. If you look at what we've just come through with this pandemic, it's pretty easy to see government's first response to a disease outbreak is simply shutting the world down the last thing we want as beef producers should something a disease outbreak occur in our industry is to shut it down we want to be able to isolate it and manage it and to do that we need traceability what we're talking about is a voluntary system where individuals decide should i or should i not participate in a program that allows me the assurance that if i'm traced correctly that they can exclude me from shutting me down
0: And again, that's uh, Don Schiefelbein from, uh, where'd you say, Joe? He was over in Minnesota. He's from Minnesota? He's from Minnesota.
1: He came over for the summer picnic.
0: Yeah, northern Wisconsin beef producers and uh, enthusiastic guy about the beef industry, which is what you want in your leaders. Very much so. All right. And we're going to talk more beef and uh, cattle. Rocky's going to join us next from over at Premier Livestock.
10: Loyal Wisconsin is ready for a party in July. Farm Tech Fest is the newest addition to Clark County Farm Technology Days. Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and Joan Nichols. Camping, food, and fun, Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Get your tickets now at FarmTechFest.com. That's FarmTechFest.com. Sponsored by Rooney Grain. Partners Bank, plus many more.
2: Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: 55 degrees. It's nice out there right now. We're going to get about 90, so it'll warm up. Let's get over to Premier Livestock in Withy. Rocky Olson is joining us this morning. Morning, Rocky. Morning. Well, did you hear Mr. Schiefelbein, the NCBA president from over Minnesota? just was catching the back end of it when I jumped on. Enthusiastic guy, the kind of guy you want leading your group, that's for sure. And knowledgeable as well. Well, uh, let's get some of your knowledge. How's the marketing going over at Premier
10: this week?
11: Uh, Thank you, Bob, and uh, good morning everyone. Uh, This uh, yesterday's uh, dairy cattle auction shaped up here at Premier. We sold 180 head of dairy cattle with a 100 cow tie stall herd. Uh, We also had several groups of reputation fresh cows and spring and heifers. Market was very strong yesterday. Uh, Top supreme fresh cows brought 1,800 all the way up to 2,950. Uh, Other good average quality cows from 12 to 1,775. Top spring and heifers kind of ranged from 1,200 all the Way up to 2,000 on the spring and heifers, lower quality and blemish cows, and spring and heifers 12 and down. We topped at 1750 on a registered red Holstein breeding bull. Next week's dairy cattle marketing, we got two dairy cattle auctions. We got one Tuesday, we got one Wednesday. Uh, We'll start with Wednesday. Uh, We do have many, many reputation parlor freestyle cows. Uh, Here's just a few examples. We got 18 fancy, fresh two and three year olds. They're all registered. Uh, They're coming from So Fine Bowl vine, milking up to 150 pounds. Here's 15 fancy two-year-olds from Utterful Dairy. Here's 12 fancy two- and three-year-olds from Stonebrook Farms. Plus we have a 60-cow parlor freestall herd. As always, like I say, a great selection of spring and heifers. And then Tuesday, uh, that's our special monthly dairy heifer auction. We're expecting 500-headed dairy heifers. We do have a complete dispersal of 125 Holstein heifers, some crossbreds in there. And they're going to range from uh, baby calves all the way up to bred heifers. Questions on marketing or dairy cattle or any livestock, uh, give us a call 715 229 2500. Check our website for a lot more detailed information at premier Uh Like I said, the uh, next machinery auctions coming up here August 26th. We are now taking in consignments for that auction and we'll take consignments until we are full. So that's the way it's shaped
0: up, Bob. When's the next hay burner auction?
11: Uh, we will have one every single
0: Wednesday now. Really? Yeah, always, always, Bob. What? What kind of? What do you got, Brent? What do you got coming in everyone? Driving horses or riding horses? No, or? no, no, no. I said, I said, hey. Oh no, I said, hey burners.
11: Oh, I got you. I got you. So that's uh, yeah, every Wednesday. Wow, wouldn't that be? <laughs> yeah, fun? I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> a uh, lot of horse yeah,
0: apples to dance around. I just
11: heard. Just heard the A part. Uh, July 15th, our next horse
0: sale. All right. Sounds like a plan. We'll talk about that, the sale for machinery and a busy place over there. So keep it up, buddy. We'll talk to you later. Thank you, Bob. There he goes. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock in Withy. Hot today. What about the rest of the weekend for all the activities Mike's going to tell us next?
2: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Well, what's it going to be like? Hot today, but from there on out, what's happening? Let's go over to Skywarn 13 and check in with Mike Dandrea. Morning, Mike.
6: Good morning, Bob. How we doing? Good. You've got
0: the haircut for all season, so this doesn't bother you, does it?
6: (laughs) Nope. Doesn't bother me one bit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's going to be warm today for the start of the Blue Ox Music Festival, for Country Fest, for making hay. A lot of things going on around the area, but uh, heat today, then it's going to moderate a little bit, huh?
6: Yeah, it actually won't feel too bad going into next week, but uh, today, yeah, we're, we're in the middle of this heat, so we've got uh, temperatures on tap into the upper 80s and even low 90s with a good bit of sunshine out there. Now, later tonight, we'll see a few clouds roll in and temperatures not going to dip too far, mostly into the upper 60s for a lot of us. Now, tomorrow we'll have intervals of clouds and sun throughout the day and uh, temperatures once again in the upper 80s. But then tomorrow night, that's where things start to change. We have a chance of showers and uh, possibly some thunderstorms out of that as well. And that may even linger on into uh, Saturday morning and even into the early afternoon. And that's going to cool us off. Now, low 80s on tap for our highs on Saturday. And then going into Saturday night, we have just another slight chance of a few showers and storms with our lows dipping into the upper 50s. And by Sunday, we'll have a good bit of sunshine out there. But much cooler, low to mid-70s for our highs. And it will be rather breezy, too. Winds could gust upwards of 25 to 30 miles per hour, mainly clear conditions on tap for Sunday night, and actually a pretty chilly night into the low 50s, and some spots towards the north and to the east specifically may even uh, dip into the upper 40s for the overnight lows. And then, yes, going into the first half of next week, things start to moderate a little bit. Upper 70s and low 80s on tap for Monday through Wednesday. Monday will have a little bit more sunshine, but then going into Tuesday and Wednesday, That'll give us just a slight chance of a few showers and possibly some storms. But right now, we've got a good bit of sunshine out there as the sun is just coming up and a temperature of 55 degrees in Eau Claire
0: but hang on, it's going to warm up quickly and
6: a lot. Oh, very much so. Like we said, uh, upper 80s and low 90s. So, yeah, it's almost uh, about a 35-degree temperature difference today.
0: <laughs> All right, so that's what we call it. Get up and get at them at the shank
6: of the day. Yes, that is uh, very good advice. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> you have a good one, Bob. There
0: he goes. Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn 13 with the weather, brought to you by Starblend Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax
2: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: 23 minutes before 6 o'clock. Again, 55 degrees, nice and comfortable out there. Let's find out what's going on this morning. Morgan joins us in the newsroom. Morning, Morgan. Hey, good morning, Bob. Now, earlier we were speculating about Country Fest and how hot it's going to be and the wardrobes that will be... Like more not worn than worn Is out there. Is that why
4: you have your midriff shirt on yeah, today? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And,
0: and Joe was speculating <laughs> on uh, the tattoos that will be exposed. Sure. Do you... You, the only tattoo I've ever seen on you is the one that's got the heart that's got bob with the arrow through it, you know? That's the only that's one, one I have, yeah. the only one you yeah, have? Yeah, that's
4: my, well, it's the <laughs> one that means the most to me, that's for sure, yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: you gotta make sure to have that out today as the temps creep oh, up, right? Oh, boy, do you ever get As the
0: temps out? go up, the shorts get shorter, have you noticed that? <laughs> oh, boy, have I ever got it. have <laughs> I ever noticed that? <laughs> uh, but it's gonna be hot, so what's going on on a hot Thursday morning?
4: Well, we'll start those summer headlines here in our area. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. Today, and it begins with an Eau Claire mother who has been fined for exposing her three-year-old to drugs as a judge this week. Fined 39-year-old Michelle Bowman $300 in order her not to commit any new crimes for the next year and a half. If she does that, that guilty plea in the case could be erased, as prosecutors say. Bowman and a friend smoked meth in front of the child several times. She tested positive for meth. The child positive tested for being present in the, in the drugs. In other headlines, a Poinette woman is facing her 10th OWI charge after the Wisconsin State Patrol says she crashed into a pickup truck in Sauk County. The State Patrol says Laura Parrish drove under a semi-truck on I-90-94 Tuesday afternoon, causing the eastbound lane to be blocked. And went on to say the Parrish drove away from that crash, but was later found and charged with that 10th OWI and operating after revocation. Well, the search for a missing boater on the Red Cedar Lake is over. We did get an update from Sheriff Fitzgerald in the Barron County Department yesterday, and they're continuing to piece together details. They did find the man's body he'd been missing since he went into the water Sunday evening while fishing. In other headlines, we look to Mother Nature, and it's official now. Double digits on the tornado count. The National Weather Service and forecasters released their final storm report from last week's storms. Three touched down in the western part of the state, Monroe, Vernon, and Juneau counties. Eight others in eastern and northeastern Wisconsin, and that includes four tornadoes in Marinette County. Overall, across the state, nearly 100,000 people lost power at some point because of the storms last week. And we know that uh, old dogs don't learn new tricks, but when it comes to earning a new title, well, there's a winner. A bloodhound named Trumpet takes the big
3: award at Westminster. Trumpet beat over 3,000 other purebred dogs looking to take the title of Best in Show. The goal is to find the dog that best represents the breed ideal, and Trumpet succeeded, becoming the first bloodhound to ever win Best in Show at Westminster. He now holds the top spot that was previously held by last year's winner, Wasabi the Pekingese. I'm Mark Mayfield.
4: And from here in our local 715newsroom.com, I'm Morgan McCarthy. And now you are back with Bob Jill and the Midwest Farm Show on WAX 104.5. I'm
3: sorry.
0: Do you ever watch that dog show that I watched part of? I didn't see the bloodhound. Mm -hmm. But man, oh man, there's some dogs there that are... Unbelievable!
4: You know, you know what I do. I like to sit my dogs in front of the TV and say, "Look, these dogs stay clean. They listen to their owners. Take some lessons, guys. Start writing notes down." There you go. All about the bloodhound.
0: You think he had a little extra skin hanging around him?
4: That's what they do with oh, are oh, big old man. howly jowly dogs. Oh, I are. love them.
0: Yeah, they're a beautiful dogs. Yeah, for they sure. sure
4: are. Thanks, Morgan. Anytime,
0: Bob. All right, Morgan. In the newsroom this morning, as we're uh, 19 minutes now before six o'clock. More farmers. We'll get to that next.
10: Loyal Wisconsin is ready for a party in July. Farm Tech Fest is the newest addition to Clark County Farm Technology Days. Madison County. Sawyer Brown. And Joe Nichols. Camping, food, and fun. Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Get your tickets now at FarmTechFest.com. That's FarmTechFest.com. Sponsored by Rooney Grain, Partners Bank, plus many more.
2: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And we do have markets to get to, but uh, more farm news. Joe. what else is going on?
1: Bear A got some bad news from the U.S. Supreme Court earlier this week. The court rejected Bayer's request to review a $25 million judgment against the company in one of those glyphosate lawsuits. The original court decision awarded a worker $80 million because he claimed he contracted non-Hodgkin's lymphoma from using Roundup herbicide on his job. Bear argued that federal law preempts state law when it comes to Roundup labels if states add labeling requirements to the product. The high court disagreed. In many places, moldboard plows are old technology, and apparently, John Deere agrees. The company started producing plows about 180 years ago to open the prairies to farming. But now, most of those plows have been retired to the steel pile or as ornaments in flower gardens. That trend is continuing as Deere and Company has announced that on July 8th, the company will stop taking orders for their Model 3710 moldboard plow. But company officials say they still manufacture the Model 985 reversible moldboard plow. And as we saw this spring, the date when farmers plant their crops can change, but the date for reporting those planted acres doesn't change. July 15th is still the deadline for those reports to be filed at County Farm Service Agency offices. Those reports keep farmers eligible for government programs, including di- disaster relief.
0: Don't forget, July 15th, so get your numbers together. If you don't know or forgot how you do that, call the Farm Service Agency office. And, you know, this is prevented planning. I don't think we've got much around here. But uh, all that stuff is included as far as identifying those planted acres as of July Fifteenth, So get her done, as the cable guy would say. It's a quarter to six in Wax. We've got 55 degrees in the Chippewa Valley. 90 today under partly cloudy skies. That means there's going to be some sun out there today. Don't forget your sunscreen. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest
2: Farm Report.
1: It's quarter to six, 55 degrees out there. And it's time to hear from Robert Cook. In Barron Equity.
6: High yielding choice Holstein steers 95 to 130.50 with a top of 136.50. Call cows, top 20% sold from 89 to 96 with a top of 97. 60% sold from 72 to 89. The bottom 20% sold from 71.50 and down. Call bulls selling from 93 to 100. Calves, quality Holstein bull calves, 80 to 145, with a top of 155. The beef calves were 165 to 235. Our next sheep and goat sale is July 16th at 10 a.m. If you have any questions, give us a call at the Barron Market, 715-537-5618. Thank you, and have a good day.
0: Thank you, Robert. You have a good day, too, and uh, we're about to. 13 minutes or so before 6 o'clock. Normally, we go to the equity barn down in Sparta and catch up with Hutt, but uh, some technical problems on their end. Uh, they got to work on that to get that fixed so we can access the market. But we know Mr. Fitzgerald is about ready to go, and we'll talk to Jerry next right here on Wax. Again, 55 degrees right now. We're looking at 90 for the high today, 89 tomorrow.
2: For those who work in Acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: 12 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax. Again, 55 degrees right now. Pleasant morning out there. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us from over at the Equity Stratford Sale Bar. Good morning, Jerry. Just turn the air conditioner off and open the windows. Uh, Good
5: morning to you, Bob. You bet we got the windows open and the fan is going. I tell you, i kind of hated to roll out, but we got a lot of stuff to do today, so we got to get at her. But boy, it's good sleeping weather, and uh, I'm hoping we can get a lot of stuff done before it gets to be 90. That would be a little toasty this
0: afternoon. Boy, it will be. You got all your uh, hay made there off the property? Oh, no. We got two more days to go yet. Oh, my goodness. So you running the rack, uh, standing on the rack, stacking bales?
5: Uh, no, that would not be my forte.
0: <laughs> you know, I've driven around the country, you know, the last few driving around the country, and I, you know, it used to be that's what you see, you know, the kids stacking hay on the You don't see, I haven't seen one one hay rack with anybody on it for I don't know how long. Have you? Well, there's
5: a few folks that make uh, small squares. and
0: uh, Yeah, but, but they like got kicker say- balers.
5: Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I mean. There, uh, but yeah, there's very few people that uh, make bales that uh, the old conventional way. You know, stack them on the wagon. But yeah, there's it's a lot of work, uh, and you know, it can help situation the way it is. But you know, there's there's always folks out there that are are looking for small squares, especially oh, your yeah. folks. But uh, you know, now today with the big operations, small squares are fairly inefficient. So well, we gotta... I know
0: that. But I just let it... well, you do make small squares. I don't see anybody stacking them anymore. It's all uh, it's all done. With the kicker baler, but uh okay. my hay hook is hanging on the on the on the wall. Not that I want to use it anytime soon, but uh, oh, you,
5: gotta, you <laughs> have to take that you to take that baby off at least once a year to get the cobwebs out of it. You
0: well, know? I guess so. Move it around and shine it up. But anyway, now, it's, uh, days gone by like that moldboard plow that John Deere isn't going to make anymore. Well, what's going on over at Stratford so far this week? Well, a lot of farm
5: work being done in the area, but uh, still the markets are continuing. Very good markets uh, for for overall here. So we'll give the folks an update on that. Bob, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. Summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the feeder cattle sale yesterday. A uh, lighter weight beef steers yesterday selling mostly from a dollar thirty to a dollar Middle weight beef steers and your yearling cattle, short term cattle uh, on the Syrian, mostly from a dollar five to a dollar forty seven. Uh, lighter weight beef heifers from one fifteen to one seventy. Heavier beef heifers. Offers, mostly from a dollar to a dollar forty. Holstein steers, lightweight Holsteins uh, from ninety three to a dollar twenty. About the all the other weights of Holsteins, your heavier short term Holsteins from ninety two to a dollar seventeen. Now we'll get into the market auction yesterday. Uh, cow market continues to be very very strong. High yielding uh, fleshy Holstein and beef cows on yesterday's auction selling from eighty to ninety eight, topping at 102 half on the cow market. Most of the cows in yesterday's auction selling between sixty and seventy seven, and a few thinner plain carcass. Cows, light carcass cows, below the $60 money. Fed cattle also continue to be very strong. Choice grading Holstein steers are selling from 115 to 130 High yielding choice, strictly prime Holsteins in yesterday's auction from 130 to 138 Select grading cattle, underfinished cattle, 112 and back. On the bull trade, very strong in bulls also. 105 up to a top of $122. Uh, light bulls below 95 Calf market this week, better quality bull calves, selling mostly from 100 to $200. Uh, heifer calves from 40 to 80 Good quality beef calves, 175 to 325. And uh, beef calves this week so far top to three eighty. And we're uh, on Thursday already, our auction on, on Thursday starts at 11 o'clock here at Stratford for marketing days, including market cows, fed cattle, bulls, beef calves, get to those about 12, 1230 this afternoon. And just keep in mind, our next day auction will be next Tuesday. So, Bob, that's what we have for the folks here this morning. Uh, again, like I said, a lot of work going on, a lot of hay laying yet. But, and, but you know that, uh, that uh, we don't really want to talk about rain, but, you know, in some areas a, a shot of rain would not hurt nothing because, boy, the corn is coming. We just need a little moisture, and it's, maybe we will make me I, by the fourth. Uh, some fields probably there
0: already. Oh, yeah, there are some that are easily there by the fourth, but it is. Uh, could use a little rain around the corn and beans, that's for sure. Hey, you have a good one. We'll talk to you later. You too, Bob. We'll talk to you in the morning. You and Jill have a nice day. We'll do our best. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Barn.
10: What better way to celebrate all things agricultural than with a good old country music concert? Farm Tech Fest. Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Featuring Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and Joe Nichols on-site camping available get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com that's farmtechfest.com a huge thank you to some of the great sponsors partners bank rooney grain and many more
2: the crack of dawn never sounded so
0: good wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report it's been a while since i've been in cedar falls that's for sure all right, our markets brought to you by Synergy Cooperative. As we take a look at the board of trade, yesterday it was down. Crop conditions and inflation fears had prices down yesterday and overnight. July corn this morning down twelve at seven fifty five. December new corn down seventeen at six seventy six. July oats down seventeen at six zero four. Wheat down 19 at 9.57. July beans down 35 at 16.17 this morning. November soybeans down 38 cents at 14.38 a bushel. Meal down $7.20 a ton at 425.20. Country elevator prices?
1: Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location. Corn's at 682 with soybeans at 15.63. Doomer's grain of Holman. Corn is at. 7.36 with soybeans at 15.79. And Buck Country Arcadia, corn is at 7.26 with soybeans at 15.79.
0: DTN Screen, we've got Golden Plump today with corn at 7.30 a bushel. Baldwin, 6.92 and 15.59. The corn at Durand is 6.92. The soybeans, 15.49. At Mondovi, 6.92 and 15.54. And Elmwood, we've got corn at 6.97. Beans, 15.59. Fall Creek, 6.77. 1544 on the beans. Osseo, 702 and 1559. Elk Mound, 701 and 1564. And at Sparta, 696, 1568. Ellsworth, 677 corn, 1534 on the beans at the ethanol plants. Corn at 740, Stanley 715, and the Richmond Grain Facility 710. Cheese unchanged. Barrels 217, blocks 210. Butter up three and a half at 296 and a half. June class three unchanged 2431. July up 28 at 2355. August up 26 at 24.12, September up 38 at 24.11, October up 29 at 23.85. And that's the markets this morning. And activities going on. We've got a lot of dairy breakfast, but some activities begin already, what, maybe today or tomorrow, Jill, around the area, don't they?
1: Well, actually, there's a
0: horse pull up at Elroy Fair in Elroy, Wisconsin. When's that? at
1: seven o'clock
0: tonight. Oh, seven o'clock tonight! All right. So uh, get to uh, Elroy, and uh, we'll get you updated tomorrow morning. Get your pads and pencils out because we'll tell you where the the dairy breakfast, the horse bowls, and the festivities are all going on for those of you at uh, Country Fest, Blue Ox Music Festival. Enjoy it, won't you? Because we're going to have a day that's going to be summer like, ninety degrees. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at
2: WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Mondovi. And the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.